Hello and welcome to the Admin Bar, the community and podcast helping connect people with the products, lessons, and strategies to help push their business forward. My name is Kyle Van Dusen and with me is my good buddy and co-host Matt Siebert. How are you doing today, Matt? I am doing well. The The weather outside, I know I, I keep talking about that, but it's New England, so it's, it's, it's like, like the old only man. thing to talk about. Like, yeah. um, it's going to be almost 70, or it might actually be 70 today, so I'm, I'm really excited. I'm going to wrap up work a little bit early. It's a, it's a Friday. And I'm just going to sit outside for the, the first time in like, you know, since since last fall. So it's going to be really nice. What, uh, yeah. what about you? Well, uh, weather wise, it's already hot. So, you know, we're, I'm already almost sick of summer and summer hasn't even got here yet. So but I did on vacation last week, I did get to see like four and a half inches of snow, which was fun and not not normal for me. So that was good. That's a rarity. What did the uh, what did the kids think? They didn't go with us, oh, so that's right. Yeah, I just had so to send pictures. To see it. <laughs> yeah, too bad for them. All right, well, let's hop in here and uh, start today's discussion. We're actually going to be talking about something that came up in the group recently, and uh, somebody in the group was wondering when does this business get easier? Uh, so there's a lot of kind of questions that go along with this, and we're going to talk about some of our experience and. Um, you know, what's gotten harder and what's gotten easier and how do we really look at that now? But before we get into that, I do want to do just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, make sure you stop by our website, theadminbar.com, where you can find notes for this episode. You can find all of our past episodes, articles, products, a job board. Uh, you can subscribe to our newsletter. There's tons of things to do there. So visit theadminbar.com. And if you're not a member of our community, which was recently voted the number one WordPress community and just hit over 5,000 members, well, then we'd love to have you. You can join by going to theadminbar.com forward slash group or clicking one of the millions of buttons on theadminbar.com. Uh, answer a couple questions. We'll let you right in. And we also need to say a big, huge thank you to today's sponsor, The Content Lab. The Content Lab provides reliable, white-label content writing services for digital agencies and their clients. Whether it's content strategy, website copy, lead magnets, blogs, or even email marketing and newsletters, The Content Lab has you covered. Now, I've been working personally with Abby and her team for well over a year now, and what I like best is the complete peace of mind I have when I send a project her way. I know I won't be waiting ages for clients to send copy, and I know the copy my clients get will be perfectly formatted for the web, optimized for search engines, and conversion focused. Now, if you're struggling with copy, then I would suggest you head on over to thecontentlab.ie. Yes, they are Irish, and let Abby know we sent you. I think you'll be as surprised as I was at just how affordable it is, and I know you'll be blown away with their work. All right, so let's jump in here and talk about this. So this topic was actually uh, inspired by something that was posted in the group. And I pulled a quote from that post out where Chris said, each challenge seems to get harder than the last as you grow and the symbiosis between the different areas of the business become more and more delicate. And I think this idea sums up a feeling that I've had forever really perfectly. So I don't think Chris is alone in this. And there was quite a few comments that were added to her post inside the group. You know, I, I think about uh, that the Albert Einstein quote, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. Like that runs through my head constantly as I learn more about accessibility and uh, legal policies and what goes into actually making a website good. It seemed like back in the day when, when I was just getting started, a customer would come to me and they'd say, I need a website. I would say, cool, $500. And they'd say, here's the stuff. I'd hand them a website, job done. And there was like very little complication to it. It was also a really terrible website and I didn't really do a good job for those things. But at the same time, because I didn't know what a terrible job I was doing, it was less complicated and less hard to do. So 
as my knowledge has gained over the years, so too has the complexity of everything I'm doing. I'm wondering if you feel the same way about that. Yeah, like in a way, um, I think that I'll, like I definitely agree that things are more difficult, but I, I think that the stress levels are reduced. So as as I've gone on over the years, like in the in the beginning, you have or I had a, a ton more stress revolved around my uh, my job because I needed clients, and that's why I took on every job. And that part of it was easier, sure, because you know you would just say yes to anybody that was uh, that was knocking on your door or giving you a call. It becomes more uh, more difficult as far as as the the complexity. Sure, but you're delivering a, a much better product, right? So, you know, ultimately, it's a good thing. And I, I, for me, it's it's really the focus on stress. And like, I try to live my life as stress free as possible. I don't deal well with it. Um, so those first like six years of being in business, it was just constant. Like, I felt like I always had to be on. I felt like I always had to be in front of my computer because if I wasn't, then I wouldn't be making money. The business wasn't growing and I would just, I would, I would work longer. I, like that aspect of it was much more difficult then, but the, the work itself was probably easier. Um, so the, the more or the older my business grows, the more that kind of shifts. Mm -hmm. So the stress level goes down, but the problems themselves, the individual ones become more difficult. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, even if we just take something like, accessibility is an example, right? Mm -hmm. um, when I first was building $500 websites for whoever came knocking on the door, didn't even think about accessibility. Like it wasn't in my mind whatsoever. So that made building a website a whole lot easier to do because that was a whole realm of possibilities that I didn't even need to consider, right? Or uh, having legal policies or how I'm tracking visitors using the website or knowing good, you know, best practices for user experience. Like because I didn't know any of those things, they weren't a consideration, right? So as you learn more about those things and become aware of them, it's like, okay, well now I have to think about these things. So now all of this just got harder to do. Like that's why I have to charge way more than I did back then, right? Because I have to consider a lot more things than I was considering at that point. Like, was it profitable to make a $500 site then? I would like to say no, but honestly, it was probably more profitable than the job I was in at the time mm -hmm. because I wasn't doing all the things you need to do to make an actually good website, right? I was just throwing some stuff together. It wasn't taking me a ton of time. Like hourly, it was probably more profitable than my job, you know? Mm -hmm. So all those things get so much more complex. Yeah. And like actually hearing you, uh, you describe this out loud, I'm wondering too, like, does this not just get more difficult uh, for us as uh, like the business owners and the designers and the developers, but does it also become more difficult for the clients? Like, like you were saying, you know, a $500 website, that's not a big buy-in. That's not a, a big gamble for somebody that, you know, is starting a business and everything. They call you up and you're like, yeah, I can, I can build that for for 500 bucks. And they're like, cool. Yeah. Here's the money. And you, you build it and they're happy with what it is because neither of you are educated in this, this regard. Nowadays, it's like the onboarding for clients that you're, you're like really asking a lot out of these people. And granted overall, that's for the best because you're going to be pulling in clients that you want to work with that are a little bit knowledgeable that you know, they don't have the red flags that all these, you know, the, the ones that can't afford or don't want to afford 
the uh, the the better website. But there's a lot more hoops to jump through. Yeah, we definitely make it more complex. And I think about that a lot too. Like, I need to know all these things in order to build something that I'm going to feel is passable, right? Even even just the low bar of passable, not even good, but just. I would feel okay putting this out into the world in like all the junk that's in the internet. Right. Um, but in order to do that, I have to ask so many things of my client and do a lot of education with them and stuff. And I know that's a burden for them because they'd really prefer, they just pick up the phone, write a check and then the thing's done. Right. That makes it easier for them, but that's just not real life. Like it, it doesn't work that way. And if you, if they want to get the results, they're actually trying to get after, you know, so it does, it does make it more difficult on them. And that's something I've tried to balance more and more. Like, how can I make this process easier for them? How can I use the knowledge I have as just, instead of asking them, do they want A or B? Like, I'm just going to go with A because I think it's the best decision for them. And I think that confidence, the more confidence you can get in that area, the easier things become too, because you're not second guessing yourself or you're not asking your client for their opinion on something when you know what the right answer is. Well, and I've gone through this specialist. With, yeah. Yeah. I've gone through this with design too. Like I used to do several mock-ups and send them over and like, which one do you like? Like that's the least qualified person to ask their uh, opinion on design. Like some plumber, like, what he thinks of a design means nothing. It me doesn't mean it's good or bad. In most cases, they have no idea. So now because of the confidence I have in design abilities, I just say, here's the design. You know what I mean? Because I'm using, you know, my experience to guide where the project goes. And I think things like that do make it easier on the customer. I think they'd rather just say, here it is, than here's a bunch of choices. And now they they feel like they have to give some kind of input, you know? Right. Like you're, you're demanding, uh, like work from them. Right. And like, you're the one that's supposed to be doing the work. Right. So yeah, no, like taking that on yourself definitely, definitely helps. And you can always like relay the value of what you're doing to the client, but with like, without actually giving them the option between the two, instead you like you said, you chose, you know, column A, and then you can, you can relay, this is why this is what it does for you. And they still get that without the, the added work. Um, and like only a couple of months ago, we were, we were talking about, uh, the, the estimates and the proposals and the quotes and like all that stuff that we send out. And I think the complexity of, uh, of my business, and I'm thinking yours as well, kind of like ebbs and flows, you know? you get a shiny new toy or something and you want to use that. And I've definitely been guilty of just instituting it right away. And then in hindsight being like, ah, oh, this is just making everything more complex. I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Um, and my proposals or my, uh, my estimates are exactly that. Like I was sending these long in depth, uh, just, just for the estimate, um, for a while, like for, for a couple of years, and I don't know what spurred it. If it, it was definitely a conversation between you and I, um, where I was like, all right, well, the next one that I send out, it's just going to be a single sheet, just one, one page PDF that is very simple, very easy to read. It's got the things that like I'm going to do. These are the costs and send it out. And I got a much faster and better response from that than sending out all the techie stuff right away. Um, or even just like the in-depth things. 
So now I've shifted my process to be less complex. I send out that very basic estimate. They know like what ballpark they're going to be in. And if they agree to that, then I can send out the, the full roadmap, the full everything and get that signature. Um, and I've done that all for all of the new clients this year. And holy heck, my hit rate is way better. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that, you know, some of the things we were first talking about are getting just by nature are getting more complex because we're learning more things and we have to consider more things. But sometimes, like you just said, sometimes we're just making things more complex. You know what I mean? Because we want to put so much more into it that we just make the whole thing more complex than it needs to be. I mean, I think to some extent it might be an ego thing as well. Like you want to, you want to justify your higher prices and what better way to justify that with uh, then like sending, these are all kinds of like really techie, cool things that we're going to be doing for you. But that doesn't really mean that much for the client. Like the end right. result mean like, that's what they want. I mean, imagine going to a doctor and you need surgery and rather than saying, okay, so we're going to take your spleen out and you're going to feel better. Instead, what if they were like, we're going to make a, uh, a four inch incision in your lower abdomen, we're going to use right. uh, whatever the tool is to hold that that wound open. And they went into this like gory detail that would terrify me and I wouldn't want the surgery, even though I, it, it is what I should have and I, what I need to survive. Um, so I think like making things over complex is is definitely a way to scare away most clients, you know, some of them are super techie. Some of them, it depends on the field, but I think for the vast majority, it's best just to, to not say that stuff. The, the other half of Chris's post here is interesting too. Like the symbiosis between different areas, the business seemed to become more delicate. And I do find that's a challenge for a lot of folks too. Like the getting busy working in the business and you can't work on the business and how the ways you want to move as you get a clearer picture of what you want your business to be like all these different parts have to be working in unison for that to happen and it seems like one shoe drops over here and it affects everything else in a way that it didn't when things were more simple and you didn't have to uh, consider so many things right so you talk about something like you know in the beginning your biggest struggle is trying to acquire customers so the biggest challenge was just trying to get customers in the door and tr try to get in front of people. And then as you get older, your business gets older, you start picking up referrals and things like that. And that part becomes a whole lot easier, but then that, that brings on new challenges, right? So now you have the challenge of too much work, which seems like a good problem, but is equally just as much of a problem as not enough work, because then you start putting out poor quality or delaying projects too long, making customers upset or having to turn away projects. I went through a string at the end of last year where I got held hostage on a project for much longer than I thought the project was going to take. And it made during that process, I was having to turn people away um, that could have been really good projects while I was getting held hostage. So that idea of like all these things becoming more delicate, some of these problems that you run into later, you know, do I need to hire people? Do I need to subcontract things out? And then you start talking about subcontracting things out. Well, then there's a whole nother complexity that didn't exist when you were selling $500 websites, like being the manager of a project and hiring people and quality checking. And I don't know, following up with those people and paying them and taxes on paying. This is like a whole nother can of worms that you didn't have to consider that as your business grows, 
these things just become more difficult, more challenging. You know, there's, there's more avenues you have to go down. You know, and, and speaking of those avenues, I'm not, I'm going to try to tie this in. Um, but like just this conversation, like it made me think of this in that, like we all, for the most part, start at the same level, right? Like we, we're, we're looking for clients. We're saying yes to everything. So you start like, you know, if this was a, uh, like some sort of a chart, we all start at that same baseline or very close to one another. And then we start to grow and you can see that, uh, that rise, but at some point, and I think this is where like the, the difficulty comes in. And it's another one of those, like, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but there's a point where all of our, our agencies, all of our businesses start to diverge from one another, where like some people will start to niche down and only target, you know, uh, we build websites just for, for lawyers or we just build for, for veterinarians, you know, and, and that's, that's that direction. And they start to, to rise, but in a, a, a smaller segment. And then there's also the, the looking at other agencies and what they're doing and saying like, is that a direction that I want to go in? Like you, you start, like, I guess the difficulty comes in with, with, trying to figure out what makes you happy and what's best for your business and not trying to compare yourself to others. Um, and that's something that like, for me, I don't know if I want to grow all that much more. Like I really enjoy where I am right now in life where like, yeah, I'm not making like a million dollars or anything like that, but I'm not entirely positive that I want to you know, more money is great, but that also means more stress, more work, more like longer hours, all of that stuff. And I've, for the last like, what, 12 years of running my business have been in that, like, gotta grow, gotta expand, gotta like get better, work harder, always be in front of the computer. And like that to me, isn't super healthy. Um, and like, I'm learning that about myself. Like there is going to be a point where like, I want to not like necessarily plateau. Like I want to continue to grow my, my recurring revenue and all of that stuff. But the, the core business, like that becomes difficult to like really understand what, what you want out of your business and what you want out of life. Like you, you can't, you can't really look at another agency and be like, yeah, I want that because that's not you. You you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The the whole visioning thing is another thing that becomes so much more difficult. Like I tried to think of back, I did write a business plan when I was just starting my business and still had a full-time job. That would be a fun thing to go back and look at now. Cause I'm sure that's a piece of shit. Uh, I would love to see that. Yeah. I'll try to find it. Uh, I don't know that I'll promise to share it with everyone, but I'll share it with you. Um, but the, the vision then was like, quit my full-time job and make websites for a living. Like Done. that was the vision. And that was a good vision for where I was at at the time, but like that doesn't cut it at this stage. Like I need to start thinking more long-term on like, where does this business go from here? How do I grow? How do I scale? Do I not scale? How do I build all that recurring revenue? How does this agency end one day? Uh, what's going to happen as things in the, you know, technology landscape changes or consumer behavior changes. Like there's all those things that I was never considering, you know, when I was getting started. Yeah. And all of those questions are, are definitely difficult. And I think that what makes it even more difficult again, is that like, you can't like at that point, you can't really compare to anybody else. Like you can, you can ask people, you know, why they chose what they were doing and why like, you know, they were like, 
why they decided the amount of money that they're making right now is adequate or if they need more or whatnot. But there's really nobody that can answer those questions except for you. And that makes it that much more difficult. Yeah. So we, we've, we've covered quite a few things that I think are more challenging, right? Uh, but in our, our little pre-show meeting, um, you mentioned a couple things that I think are good examples of things that have gotten easier. So one you said was easier to say no. So yeah. what do you mean by that? Well, again, like we talked about that just earlier, where in the beginning, you're hungry. So you're saying yes to everything, even though, you know, you, you don't know the, the red flags. And even if you do, and they're probably incredibly prominent, if there are red flags that early, you're still going to say yes, you know, and, and you can damage yourself doing that. Um, but it gets easier as you go along to say no, to recognize those red flags, to see a, a trouble client a mile away and avoid that and just say like, look, I'd love to help you, but you know, I'm not the guy for you. Maybe you can check out these people you know, and just, and, and politely, you know, guide them elsewhere. Um, so like, I think my day to day work has gotten easier in, in like just client management. Um, because the, the clients that I work with now are the ones that like, I know that I work well, that makes saying no easier. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel like the first, I remember kind of the first time saying no to prospects. It feels I think wrong. that probably, yeah, yeah. It definitely feels wrong, but it's liberating. Right. So if you mm -hmm. hadn't said no to somebody, then I would highly recommend it. Um, and, and I think that's where most people start is like saying no to new opportunities, but here in the last six months to a year, as I've gotten maybe a better grasp on what my business is, I've gone back and said no to current clients. So at the, the beginning of this year, I cut ties with my biggest client. Uh, it was a couple thousand dollars a month in recurring revenue, but it was something I needed to say no to, like in order for my sanity and in order for my business to go in the direction I wanted to, I had to say no to things I already had, which is like a whole different weird saying no. Uh, but you know, three years ago, I could have never done that. Right. But now I'm in a place with my business where it's a whole lot easier to say no, not only to opportunities that don't sound interesting or red flag clients, but like to things I've already taken on and are not working for my business saying no to those is a whole lot easier now. So why do you think that is? I have an idea. I think it's the next thing in our, uh, our notes. Um, but like what, what makes it easier to say no for you? So I'd say the number one is just confidence. Like it's something that just happens over time. And you feel like I used to be worried when every project finished, like, am I going to be able to pay the bills? And because of recurring revenue and because I have a, a history of five years now of like, I keep getting new jobs. I don't expect that to just drop off anymore in the way that I used to. So I think, that kind of confidence you get from those things, the recurring revenue part of it's huge. I think for, you know, not that any of it's guaranteed, all your care plan cl clients could fire you tomorrow and then your recurring revenue has gone. It it's not like something that that's so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's something that's on autopilot forever, but you can trust that a whole lot more than just project work coming in. So, you know, my goal even when I started and still today, even though the numbers change tons over time is like, how do I pay all my bills with recurring revenue? Mm -hmm. um, and if I can get to that point, then everything becomes a whole lot easier. And it's a whole lot easier to say no about, you know, no to things. So when I first started, the number I needed to bring in for my business wasn't huge. And 
then I went to full time and the number was a lot bigger. And then, uh, we moved and got a nicer house and our lifestyle changed and that got different. And then, uh, you know, uh, the economy changed after the pandemic and this war that's going on right now and everything's getting way more expensive. So, you know, me and my wife were having a conversation the other day about like, we're going to have to up our grocery budget, which we hadn't had to do in a long time because everything at the grocery store is more expensive. So that means my business now needs to bring in more recurring revenue to, uh, continue all that. But yeah, I think those things, that confidence and recurring revenue being a part of that is a, is a huge part of being able to say no. Absolutely. And you know, you bring up a, a good point with the, uh, the, the rising cost of everything. Um, I've been thinking that I'm most likely like, I don't, I don't really, this is another one of those hard questions where like, I'm not sure if it's best to, uh, to, you know, slightly raise my rates Maybe I work uh, with fewer clients, but like, you know, it, it evens out that that's happened in the past every time I've done that. But like today's economy is is an interesting one in that I'm wondering how much this is going to affect the, uh, the client's bottom lines, how much they're willing to invest in their businesses while this is going on in that like are people going to be investing in their, in their websites when gas is, you know, $5 a gallon? Is that uh, an expense that they're willing to, uh, to, to take on? Yeah. You know, I, I had planned a, uh, an increase to the rate of my care plan for the beginning of this year mm -hmm. before we really knew where the economy was going to be at, at the beginning of the year. Uh, and I think it worked out well because at that time, just everything was getting more expensive. So them getting a notification from me that their care plan was going up was like, well, there's another one, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but I think, yeah, maybe, maybe we're getting to a point now where people are going to have to start making decisions on those kinds of things. So that does get a little bit uh, scarier. I think, I think the last thing I want to cover in this conversation too is I think we've established some things are easier. A lot of things are harder. I would say more things are harder than are easier, even though the things that have gotten easier are a huge relief. Um, but I wonder if things getting more challenging is a bad thing. So for me, a huge part of what keeps me motivated in this job is like learning new things, trying new things, trying to get better, uh, taking on challenges I hadn't taken on before. Like for me, that's a, a huge motivating factor. If I didn't have those things to do, I feel like I would be very bored in this job. So let's say we, you know, Chris could wave a magic wand and nothing got harder anymore, right? It all just got easier every day. Like, I don't know that I actually want that. No, I mean, it would, it would be boring, right? And like, why, why did you start doing what you're doing? It's not to be bored, not to be managed by somebody else. Like whatever that reason is, like, yeah, if, if things start getting boring and stale, you're, you're going to be disillusioned to a point. And like, I think clients can definitely pick up on that, like if you're just not in it anymore. Um, so I think, you know, that would make a whole heck of a lot of things way more difficult. But, you know, overall, I think that it's 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 a good thing. I, if I become bored, I become complacent. And that's the last thing that I want. Like I want that, that, that challenge, the, the puzzles and taking on newer, more difficult projects allows me to have those aha moments that like that, that's what drives me forward in almost all aspects of my life where you want to do the thing and you want to do it well. But if you don't know how, that's a, that's a really interesting, you know, puzzle to solve. And without that, boy. I don't think that I would enjoy what I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. And I, th I think, too, I wonder how much 
you know, in, in Chris's post and which I still agree with the, every challenge ahead of you seems more difficult than the challenges you already passed. But I wonder how much of that is coming from the position of hindsight. Like those challenges seemed really hard before. And it was true even back then that, you know, the challenge you were facing then was harder than one you already did. But I think part of that is the hindsight of saying, okay, well, I already accomplished those things. So now the difficulty of them seems much lower because uh, now I've already done it and I know how to do it. And I've already moved past that. So you devalue how challenging those things were in the past. So I wonder how much of it really is that these challenges are that much harder or they're just the things we haven't done yet. So they feel a lot harder than the things we've already accomplished. I definitely think that it's a lot of that. Um, but I also think that, you know, knowledge is cumulative. So the more you learn, the more you know. So you're going to tackle a project that probably has like everything that you already know how to do. And it's, it's just, it's an easy project, right? But when those, those websites that come in that are real difficult, those are usually the problems that you haven't hit yet, like you said, and because they're more, uh, they're more obscure or they're more niche or whatever they might be, there's less documentation out there. There's less people to go ask, like, how do I do this correctly? So that, that alone makes those, those way more daunting. So the more you know, that's awesome. It makes things easy. However, when you do hit something that you don't know, it's usually a much taller mountain to climb. Yeah, for sure. And that's one neat thing. Uh, neat thing I will say about of our community, right? So there's 5,000 people in there. Well, we did a, a survey here recently, which we're going to be publishing a lot of results on later. But I think we had 300 something people respond to it. And there's a range of people who just started doing website design and development this year. So we're three months into the year, you know, they just now started. And then we have people that have been doing this since uh, you could develop web pages, right? right? So there's a huge range of people in there and all these people are at different places in um, the types of challenges they're facing. There's people that are making zero dollars uh, a year and there's people that are making over a million dollars a year, right? And the kinds of challenges they're facing are different, but there's so many people in here that are, chances are, except for the person at the very end of the the road and the person at the very beginning, everybody else has somebody in front of them that they can learn from and say, you know, how did you solve this challenge? Because there's definitely somebody in there that's been through that same challenge and can help you out. And there's also people that are just behind you where you can turn around and say, Hey, I just went through this. Here's what I did, or here's what I did wrong. You know? So those kinds of conversations are happening in our community all the time. Uh, you know, we get messages all the time from people that are very thankful for having the community. Right. And I don't know how you, I don't know where my business would be without the community support of that and being able to rely on people who have already done these things before. I know it wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah, just uh, just yesterday, actually, I called on one of the uh, the admin bar members because I had a very specific question from a client that, like, I I had an idea how to answer, but I wasn't, you know, completely sure. I just I hopped into uh, to to Facebook, headed head over to uh, to the community, and asked my question schedule a zoom call with her and we we talked it out and that just like holy cow the the amount of confidence that you have because everybody in there has something that they're really good at you know everybody's got that so you know the more the more the community grows the more like you know everybody knows everybody and kind of mingles a little bit like those specialties like start to show and it's a it's just like it's a massive resource of oh i don't know how to do this I can ask this person because that's what they do. And that's, that's just so incredible. 
there are very few threads in the group or questions that are answered that don't get or questions that are asked that don't get answered. You know, like the the collective uh, knowledge of a community of 5,000 people who do this for a living is just pretty huge. We did a blog post. I was just trying to scroll through here really quick. I didn't think about this, but I did like some silly calculations before uh, about like the collective uh, knowledge of the entire group. I'll have to find that. I'll put it in the show notes here. It was, it was kind of tongue in cheek and half silly, but it was talking about like, based on, you know, how many, here it is based on like how many people were in the group at the time, how much combined experience. So this was published on February 13th, 2021. So about a year ago. Uh, and so I did, you know, back of the, uh, napkin math on this but mm -hmm. at that time uh between all the people in the group and the years of experience they had we had 38,355 years of combined experience <laughs> in the web industry right so uh to put that in perspective uh 30,000 years ago uh the entire earth was covered in ice like that's how much experience the group has uh you know as as a collective so it's pretty interesting just looking back at like how, how much you can gain from just being involved with people and sharing. And it only works if, and we're on a totally different tangent now, but it only works when everybody's willing to help the people that are coming up to the problems they've already solved. Right. So no matter where you're at in that journey, you have somebody you can help. So it's just awesome that we have a community that, that also all believes that and all participates in that, you know, it's pretty incredible. Like, I, I mean, that's, that's what we set out to do. Um, like with the admin bar is just like, let's create a safe space where everybody's helpful because that's what we were to each other and still are. But like, I, I never imagined that it would become this, like, I don't know a better word to say it, but like wholesome, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's incredible because, and not to like toot our own horn or whatever, but you know, it's just like, I, I look at the people that are in the admin bar and I'll scroll down through and just see all the, like the legitimate care and like help that everybody's providing each other. And that's just like, not damn, like you just don't find that. Right. Like well, who it would have imagined? It can't be tooting our own horn because we're not responsible for like 99% of it, right? 99.9% .9 of it. It's because everybody in the community like believes in that same thing. Right, and exactly. Those people have attracted other people like them, right? And people, you know, people get in the group and they see how it is and kind of fall in line with that. And it just, it, you know, takes the whole community to do it. But we got, we got way off on a tangent here. So we better wrap this up. Uh, we've been going for a while now. I would definitely love to know what people think about this topic. I will link to Chris's post, uh, her original post inside the show notes. And then uh, we'll have a dedicated thread just for this podcast episode. So you can join in there, you know, do you think your business is getting more difficult? Is it giving you more stress, anxiety, or, or do you think that because all the uh, acquired knowledge you've made over time, that things are getting easier? I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on that. Um, so yeah, so all the notes will be in the, uh, the podcast show notes, which you can get to by going to theadminbar.com forward slash podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe button so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And we will catch you all inside the group. Bye-bye.